it's flattering yeah. because people care so much about this free community magazine. Yeah. You know, so I try to look at it that way now. Providing inspiration and community for women in business of Middle Tennessee. This is powered by her with Tiffany and Welcome to Powered by Her. I am Tiffany Anton, and I have Chelsea Dartes in for week number two. Yeah. So um, we've kind of told your story. If you have not listened to that episode, you should go back to last week's episode and kind of hear all the things about Chelsea um, as a smart, strong business owner, and you're very strategic in what you do. Um, Thank you. And today we're going to call this episode, Haters Gonna Hate. Yes. <laughs> I feel like you're a little nervous. Um, well, we'll see where you lead me, Tiffany, yeah. but it'll be fun. And I think that you probably would not agree to do this kind of episode with a lot of m- the majority of people. I think no, you- but I also know what I like to listen to, and it's stuff like this. Yeah. Well, I think you feel trust. You trust. You know. I trust you for yeah, sure. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to put you on blast. But um, so when I thought about what kind of topics to talk to you about. I think that Cookville Lifestyle Magazine has had five issues be um, published at this point. Mm -hmm. Three of those five issues have had people that you and a committee have deemed... Movers and shakers are most influential people. So people who are impactful. Yeah. You know, if, if we group that, those all, so three of the issues have had, have been chosen, um, maybe people might feel kind of elite Mm -hmm. in their community. Um, And you, we talked just barely last week about the fact that you were strategic and the fact that you wanted to pick influential people for your first issue. Yeah. Um, And what was that strategy? Why why pick people, handpick out of an amazing community? Why pick, I I don't, was it 10 the first issue? No, I think we had like 13. 13, okay. Why, Why decide to pick these people to grace the the pages of your first issue well i wanted to create something that made a big splash and that people cared about because i feel like the only that was the only way that it was going to be successful Mm -hmm. right out of the gate to Mm -hmm. be honest um so i wanted people that had power in cookville that had influence Mm -hmm. well and i think the other thing too is that these people could then carry the torch for you they can kind of bear some of the burden of getting the message out right mm-hmm. you spread the word you are very you know the, the the pictures and the way you do this is is very beautiful and so people have these pictures that they they can put out and yeah. they can say hey i was featured in this magazine right. and that, something that they can be proud of and mm-hmm. that they can help help promote the magazine right. for you exactly. and so um you know then you had three or 13 more advocates that you know, could share to their circle of influence. You were kind Mm -hmm. of newer, new-ish to the community at that time. So a lot of people weren't like, oh, well, we're just going to read this magazine because we like Chelsea and we know Chelsea. Um, Where maybe some people are are kind of saying that now. I mean, maybe, but back then it was like five people. Yeah. (laughs) And so, but so the first time, and and you worked in the music industry. And so maybe that gave you a big bit of a thicker skin but yeah. the first issue comes out and you did this big hype about who the people were revealing them yeah re- revealing one person at a time mm-hmm. and you got 
some backlash. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about kind of were you prepared for that? Were you expecting that? Were, was it out in left field for you? Well, I just didn't even know if anybody was going to care, to be honest, at first. But yeah. then as I started doing the reveals, people cared. Yeah. They were invested. And um, I think when I like started sharing the reveals to the Facebook groups, like Hip Cookville or mm-hmm. whatever, that's when people really started piling on. Um, so no, I wasn't prepared for how far people were going to take it. Like they cared so much and it wasn't really about who I put in. It was about who wasn't in. Mm -hmm. Like I needed to put every single person that's ever done anything good in Cookville in the first issue of my magazine. Yeah. So I don't think people really understood what I was doing to be honest, but no, it was kind of crazy on Facebook. Were people, was any, was it personal at all of like, no, nobody knew who was behind the magazine. Okay. So, so that was good. That kind of helped you be able to. Yeah. And I like quickly changed my, my home address is on all of my business filing stuff. Mm-hmm. And my husband was like, after people were really going in, he's like, we got to get yeah. our address off so people don't know where we live. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. Did you at, at any point think like, oh my gosh, like this is insane that people are so fired up. And like, was there any specific comments that you were like, Oh my, this is crazy. Yeah. Somebody said, um, about one person that I revealed, Oh, um, maybe that person could, he needs a copy of the magazine so we could use it as his pillow. Cause he's, I don't know. Let's X that out. Cause I don't know how else people are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, somebody said, Oh, let me get some copies of this magazine so I can burn them. Um, yeah. Things like that. Well, and I think that's the thing. It's like in order to be influential, you have to make waves sometimes. Yeah. Um, the- you do. If you're just stagnant and you don't actually have an opinion on things one way or the other, then you're never going to have fans or followers. I right. feel like it's going to be you're not going to actually make change. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody that is in it has made change and they're very, you know, set in their opinions. Um, and they have some people that hate that about them, but mm-hmm. the majority of people embrace it and love them and know that the reason they have done so many amazing things is because they are firm in their beliefs. And so I think for me personally, I think I, I try to, I like the limelight. Um, I like doing things that are impactful and Mm -hmm. making a difference and working with people and connecting people. Um, but I don't handle, I don't think I have a very thick skin and I don't handle, um, criticism super well. Yeah. And so I do try and stay away from, I mean, even guests, um, powered by her, I think I stay away from, I, I think in the last six months I've, I've gone a little bit deeper into things but I think for me I I almost play it safe too much yeah um how how do you think that that has has been beneficial or negative to Cookville Lifestyles is not always playing it safe well I will say I try not to put anybody in the magazine who's mean Mm -hmm. or mean-spirited or just nasty to other people I Mm -hmm. want them to be a good human. Mm-hmm. And if they are not, even if they have done good things for the community, they're not getting in the magazine. Yeah. Character is, is important. Yes. Um, but as far as, okay, what was the question? Has there been, um, the, the, um, positive, Oh, like why do you, why do you choose to, you know, do controversial, oh. like, you know, 
Um, I feel like from my PR background, if it's not controversial, sometimes nobody cares. Yeah. Like all the news headlines of celebrities nowadays is something controversial and that's what makes them catapult to stardom. Yeah. Um, so I think the controversy definitely helps more people have a conversation. Yeah. People want to talk about controversial things. And when the first issue came out, people, um, literally made a podcast on like who should have been it who you left off the list right um was it easy just to kind of like let that roll off your back or Um, did you ever take some of these things to heart of I watched that and somebody sent it to me one of my friends and I was like oh and then I couldn't watch the rest of it because I was like this is kind of annoying and it did kind of affect me but at that point still people didn't quite know who was behind the magazine Mm -hmm. so I tried not to take it too personal even though it was me Mm -hmm. um and but I will say one of the bigger things that people really piled on was like diversity and inclusion and I feel like I try to do a really good job of recognizing that and including diverse people and still people said I didn't have enough you know well and Um, I think sometimes I think when you literally have the things at your forefront you have in your mind okay I want to make sure that there is diversity and you're thinking about it you're picking Mm -hmm. um people of color you're picking women you're picking minority figures and then people are like but yes they're you know half of them are white men well if you look at the the you know population yeah the population that that is the community we live in right um but there were i mean Shaquana Wester was mm-hmm. in the first issue, a black woman who is, I mean, so Im- impactful and so influential in this community, so well deserving. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that putting her, p- these people in their stories, they're they're not always. I mean, I'm somebody who's I think kind of well connected, and I each time that the issues have come out, I don't know everybody. Yeah. I don't, you know, and you do a, a good job of having your own influence on a committee that works with you that can um you know kind of put you in touch with other people that it's not like you're just oh here's my my circle of friends no 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 no. but that i don't know half the people that go in it until they go in it say that again for people because i think that people think these are just her friends no i don't know half of the people that go in it it's people who have been recommended to me and then I learn about them and decide kind of research wow they are very deserving yeah or and it isn't like I try not to put three doctors in it you know I try to make it a diverse group of people from different professions Mm -hmm. as well as ethnicities yeah you know or even like LGBTQ. Yeah. Well, and, um, and I think the first, like, you know, you hadn't had an educator. And so then this last right. one, you, you specifically wanted to make sure you found an educator. Yes. I, myself and Andrew Buckner, my editor in chief racked our brains and talked so much about who was very deserving. And we, you know, decided on Tina, like just jumped out at us yeah. and we couldn't choose anyone else. Well, and so. I, I, you know, we've talked about this. I know you personally we've we've hung out personally spent some time on the lake together yeah um but and i know you you have such a kind soul in who you are um but you get this even with you know the parties that you do you've mentioned that you have these launch parties Mm -hmm. and they're you know you love to dress up and and you have this kind of almost nashville feel to them you have a red Mm -hmm. carpet and a, a step and repeat backdrop that people can take pictures at and 
Diego does his um, cheese cheese Charcuterie. tables and um, but you still get this image and and it's you know you open it up to to the community of the life the cookville lifestyle magazine the people who are on the the magazine or who have been in previous issues um but you still get this backlash of like oh, that's exclusive right and you said that you know you we talked last episode and you said you you want to bring these people together to mm-hmm. celebrate this magazine and celebrate the people who are in it and what they're doing and all the good things that are coming in cookville and your heart behind it is really really um, genuine, mm-hmm. but you get this like there. Th- she's having this fancy party again. Yeah, <laughs> how do you deal with that? Um, well, I think that goes back to I am running a business, and I can invite every single person in the community to my community or to my launch parties, mm-hmm. or I would have to rent out like the Tennessee Tech Hoop, right? You know, so and maybe someday when you know advertising dollars go up, maybe that's where we're at someday. Yeah, you know. But I want to make it exclusive to my supporters mm-hmm. of the magazine, so my advertisers and the people who are featured, and my freelancers and things like that. It's not just my friends. Like sometimes my friends don't even come or get invited. Well, and so the the launch parties are more of a way for you to give back and have a community amongst the people who are part involved. of what you're doing. Yeah, involved. Yeah, and. So some way and that's who gets invited like if you take out an ad with me you get invited Mm -hmm. um but I mean as far as the backlash of that I just try to remember well it's not the elite of Cookville that are coming to this I put people like some somebody's comment was it seems like the rich just keep getting richer like that's you're only promoting people that are already so successful and that's just not true yeah like I had um two police officers in the first issue of most influential people mm-hmm. I had Shaquana Wester who just does everything out of the goodness of her heart mm-hmm. D Prince who um worked at tag now he's working at UCHRA he was working he at was at that then. time yeah now he's he's an HR in a, a private company now like it it is interesting because I think and and even for me personally I was um honored to be a mover and shaker in in your first mover and shaker issue yeah the things that I do and the ways I'm connected are not because I'm handed something on a silver platter no I've created the space to make a name for myself or to create a career for myself because that's who I am you're working so hard it's not like you're making millions of dollars a year you're doing a lot of it out of the goodness of your heart and I think some people look at you and probably think oh my gosh she's so like rich or successful financially and Mm -hmm. I'm only featuring people like that and that's not true most of the people that are featured like the mayors yeah the mayors don't make a lot of money yeah most of the people that are featured in my magazine aren't highly successful financially so that is a misconception that well is and just even not if true. they are i think a lot of times it's the fact that they people want to work they and worked have hard drive. to get there and they right. need to be recognized for that mm-hmm. um so most people i put in because they've done something amazing whether it be financially successful or just successful in its own right that needs to be recognized you know what advice do you have for people so i think women can um fall victim i guess that might sound like a harsh word but fall victim to the the if you want to do something big mm-hmm. you're gonna have backlash yeah. period so what advice would you have for those women who want to like second guess themselves because they're like well i want to do something big and i want to make an impact but i i 
I'm af- I'm afraid. I don't know that I have done it all correctly, to be honest with you. But I really tried to realize that the loud people are so minute in the course of this brand and this company and this business and in my life that yeah. I just get rid of them. I block them. If they make a nasty comment, they're blocked. I'm sorry. I don't need you. Yeah. Like you have to try to understand, especially online. Most of it comes from social media. Yeah. Like Keyboard nobody warriors. says that stuff to my face. Yeah. I feel like you have to realize that's just those people probably don't go to any community events. They don't, they sit at your, at home and they're on their Facebook page and they complain about everything. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that I don't need to be well, and a I, fan of cookville lifestyle. I think so when the movers and shakers was coming out, um, you know, and I was probably, I mean, I, I usually support most of what you put out anyway, but mm-hmm. I think maybe I was supporting that more. People were calling me a lot and had things to say. And it's like, maybe we should look at ourselves. If we want to really say this person isn't deserving mm-hmm. of an honor of like, you think they're not influential enough, or you think that, you know, well, maybe we should look in the mirror that we want to be so hateful to other people. I yeah. think that's sometimes kind of part of it is that well, where do you feel comfortable saying that you, who are you to judge? If you want to say who you think is an influential person, go start your own magazine. Or do something in the community. Like a lot of pe- business owners in Cookville might be very successful, but they don't, they're not connected to the community at all. And mm-hmm. it's a community magazine. So I have to choose people that have a connection to the community regardless of what they do. Like either they give back financially or whatever, or they're involved, they volunteer, things like that. I think that's what people need to realize as well. Well, and I think that the other rumor, I mean, we're just dispelling lots of rumors. Oh, please tell me, because I don't know some of these The other rumor, another one is that it's a paid to be in it. Oh, yeah. So that... You know, you charge the people who are featured in the magazine um, to be in it. No, that's not true either. None of the feature subjects pay. Yeah. And it's not even necessarily that they're advertisers, that that, that's why they're, you know, in there. I think you you struggled a little uh, a bit with the movers and shakers issue because you had three different realtors in there. And realtors are a huge part of your advertising yeah um but part of that too is just being a business as Mm -hmm. a business you're always figuring out who's your so for you you have two kind of customer bases you have kind of these advertisers that are somewhat customer i mean it's a a weird way to say that it's a customer but it's a customer base for you that you have to please and you have to you know oh that value to right and then you have these the readers that it's another customer base and so you're kind of juggling figure out what is going to entice people to actually care. Mm -hmm. Like what content is actually interesting? That's the biggest part of it because if nobody cares, who's going to read the magazine and who's going to look at the ads, Mm -hmm. you know? Do you think that the, the, the backlash and the, the fact, I mean, people are putting podcasts out and people are sharing, I mean, somebody, this last one, I saw somebody share and, and shared the magazine cover and said, I will not be reading this and, you know, da, 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 And it just kind of made me laugh because it's like, you know, you're promoting this now, right? If you are so yeah. inherently against what is going on in this magazine, you're now putting light to it and then people are probably going to pick it up and read it even more so it's it's gotten so much easier now even though people know that I'm behind it now I think it has gotten easier to just be like whatever let that stuff roll off my back yeah um early on it was a lot harder but now I think it's easier to just be like okay and then I look at who the people are that are saying this stuff and they 
are not somebody that I need. I've gotten really good at being like, okay, I don't need you in my life. You know. Well, um, and nine times out of ten, um, you know, we're, we're we're not mentioning any names, but one of the people that really felt there was a, a community that felt like somebody really needed to be influential in the first issue, mm-hmm. and and she was then influential in the second issue. Um, they then they were <laughs> they jumped on the Cookville lifestyle bandwagon. Oh, yeah. Once you picked their per, their horse to run the way, run right? The, you know, but that is a. Sh- a hard thing for me because I do want to bring awareness to the people that support, like my advertisers that support me that are really awesome business owners. Mm -hmm. But I also need to realize that like in these big issues, movers and shakers and influential people, like there are some people that are undeniable that have to be featured Mm -hmm. first, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's a struggle for me as a business owner because I do feel like in the realtor world, for example, I have realtors that haven't been in it that have been supporters of mine. Mm -hmm. So it's a balance for me on that. That's a big struggle. Yeah. And well, Um, and I think when you're struggling yourself, um, and then you have people who are like, oh yeah, let me point out this thing that you're, you're already uneasy about. Let me point it out even more. It's like, oh gosh, that's, yeah. I didn't want you to, I didn't want you to see it. I see it, but I don't want you to see it too. And I think some people are afraid now to say stuff to me directly. Mm -hmm. So I don't see it as much, but like they'll call you or whatever. Yeah. Don't worry. I pass on the messages to Chelsea. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And some of it, most of it again, I'm just like, whatever. But it's, it's flattering because people care so much about this free community magazine. Yeah. You know, so I try to look at it that way now. But Um, yeah, I mean, I think that it is interesting. Five issues in, um, you really have made something that is impactful in this community. And I think that that's when you, you know, there's times where, I think working with an entrepreneur center, we've just kind of, we, we don't do a lot to make waves and it. And maybe we wouldn't need to cause it's an entrepreneur center, but we just kind of, I think we kind of fly under the radar a lot mm-hmm. and I'm not, I don't want to deal with the backlash of things. And so then it's taken us 10 years to get to where we're at, where if we would have come in and made this big splash and we're the place that you can get your small business help and, you know, all this, if we had made kind of bigger statements of we we're the best place for small business help then then maybe it would have been. I definitely did that. Yeah. I got a little backlash on that too. Yeah. I mean, um, and then people, people had said too, you know, well, why does it have to be the most influential? Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. You know? And, and so why, why do you say, why do you, that's um, a PR thing though. I mean, I'm sorry. That's my background. You have to make things sound grand mm -hmm. and that's what most influential people sounds like, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's just fun. Yeah. That's the answer to that. Right. And they were, they're like, it's a popularity contest. Sounds like, well, yeah, it's fun though. Right. Like even if you're not in it, you could be, I, I don't know. Anyways. Well, I digress, and I think it but. just, I think it is interesting to just learn if you want to be a part of this community, um, you know, you need to learn about who, who are the other big players yeah, and how, and how you, they got where they are. Yeah. And how you can work with them and, and, you know, and it's not just people that are big business owners and stuff. It's a lot of people that have just volunteered a lot or yeah. done like really heartfelt things just out of. Yeah. I mean, just, we keep, we kind of, we've talked about Shaquana a couple of times, but like 
Shaquana, I mean, she's just a hustler. She does mm-hmm. a million things. She started a coat drive just because that's what she wanted to do. And yeah. she just, um, it's not like she's making millions off of a coat drive. And like, Ashley Swan that does Food to the Rescue. She was in my first one. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's a nonprofit making nothing, yeah. you know? So. And again, that was just the goodness of her heart. Yeah. I, um, she was a guest on power by her years ago. Um, and she would not come and tell her story. She did not want the recognition, the recognition. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the other thing with these, these keyboard warriors, you know, haters going to hate realize that the people who are featured often are not the people who are like, Hey, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. This is you in, in your circle of influence that are saying, Hey, these are people that deserve some recognition. Yeah. And when people want to be haters and hate on what the magazine is doing, you might be kind of undercutting what some of these people are doing that are the good of the community that we live in. Yeah. And I don't think that anyone can say the people that are in it are not deserving. Maybe they have somebody in mind that they want to see in it, but I don't think anybody can actually give me proof that one of these people is not deserving of it, you know? So, and I mean, somebody called me while I was on vacation. Well, not vacation. I took my kids to see, meet their great grandparents and they called me and (laughs) they said, I answered because I didn't know who it was. I shouldn't have answered, but they said, is this Cookville lifestyles? And I said, uh, yeah. And they're like, I'm mad at somebody you featured in the magazine. And they went into this whole story. I said, ma'am, I am visiting my grandparents who I get to see once a year and I'm with my kids. Send me an email. Like I'm not taking calls on why you're mad. So she was mad at one person directly. Like she had to be with one person and she had this whole long story, but it wasn't anything I would have been able to find out online. Right. And I'm like, if you want this to be public knowledge, you're going to have to put it out there. When I Google these people to make sure they don't have a record. Yeah. If it doesn't pop up, how am I supposed to know about it? Well, and, And I think too, maybe some self-reflection of like, okay, well you had a bad experience with this person, but what is your ownership of that bad experience with this person? You know, you you know, maybe you were at a a, a business where somebody owns a business that that has been featured and you had bad customer service experience. Well, were you being a Karen at the the place? And Mm -hmm. maybe you had something to do with the fact that, you know, that you had a bad experience. Right. And I think sometimes we are, we live in the society where it's just easier to spew hate. It's easier to spew negative comments. It's easier to yeah. say this person doesn't deserve that instead of, Oh, let me find out why people think this person does deserve that. Mm-hmm. That's um, so true. People want to just, it's, it's easier to write people off than to kind of, and it's jealousy plays a huge part in it. I feel like amongst the people that haven't been featured that say negative things it's jealousy yeah that's all it is well and I think it's it it, and I I want to just say for the people who are jealous or maybe feel hurt and feel excluded well what are you doing to make changes in that Mm -hmm. okay so if you feel like you're excluded from a launch party well advertise in the magazine next time yeah or connect with some of these people who are influential people and hey I have FYI 
it's a small ad is not that much money. There you go. And you could be invited to the you party. You could be part <laughs> of it too. <laughs> it's a lot less money than you're spending on lots of other things. Right. For yeah. marketing your company. Yeah. Well, but. and I think that, you know, I, one of the things that I really want to put out there is that it is, you're very good business owner. You're very strategic. And so people who you. are, you know, choosing where they're spending their advertising dollars, although I'd always like to have people advertising on par with her, <laughs> um, you know, no, you're very strategic in how you're doing it and you're making sure that this is growing you're making sure that the magazines are getting sold out is not the given away yes you're, you're you know and I want to provide value it means a lot for me that I think that more than anything weighs on me the most is like okay I have to make sure I'm doing my social media posts for the advertisers and all the things I want yeah. them to feel like it has made an impact in their so happy to be a part of it yeah you know what do you see um where do you see kind of things going in the next couple years do you do you can think you're going to continue this and grow this yeah um I'm gonna I think at this point I think quarterly is a good you know timeline of mm -hmm. the magazine I at first I thought I would move to bi-monthly but that's a lot of mm -hmm. work for the amount of staff I have yeah I have not really staff, but yeah. one person Andrew. that's on retainer, yeah. um, Andrew Buckner. Um, but so I think quarterly is it, and it, the content is just so good in the mm -hmm. quarterly magazines. Um, so I think I'm going to keep it quarterly, but I just, I don't know. I think I want to continue to grow it. It could get longer. I could do different unique things like have tear outs in the magazine. I don't know. Just keep expanding um do you my reach. so do you think you'll stick with the movers and shakers and influential yes. people do you have any other somewhat controversial like your pr background does it have any other um you know big ideas that might you know shake well, things up a little bit a probably the biggest local celebrity from cookville on our spring 2024 cover Ooh. um and so those are the things i also have to think about like i featured the frownings on a cover mm -hmm. they well i would say they're the biggest i know i was gonna say i think celebrity. you already did that but then there's another one that doesn't live here anymore but he's from here and we're featuring his really interesting story and yeah. a massive cover on so every year i want to feature like a big draw yeah. person you know that yeah. will spread it to their fans too that are way beyond cookville tennessee so yeah. that provides value for the advertisers too um so but then i don't know people have said do an unsug hero issue which i think that's a good idea or do like apparently there's a guy that's worked at a gas station in downtown and he's been there for like 60 years like people like that just yeah. interesting people who have stuck around the, lady the good that, old boys or the, whatever the lady that waves at cookville high school i don't know people talk about her all the time on the internet on, online but yeah um, just people that yeah. are yeah kind of their their random stories ran, yeah like yeah. random things but those issues are very time consuming yeah. like the movers and shakers and the influential people the amount of work that goes into putting that together and then the marketing of it all mm -hmm. it is very time consuming so I'm trying to find a good balance for that so to answer that question I don't know I think those are all good ideas I love hearing people's ideas but two issues a year will be dedicated to movers and shakers and most influential people and then one issue will probably be on somebody like a celebrity status mm -hmm. and then I don't know on the other issue and then some random rotation whatever comes into my brain or somebody mentions to me that I think is super interesting yeah um but I have to think about 
what people care about. What do people want to read that they haven't heard before? Or even what do people want to talk about? What do people want to gossip about? That's true too. And they love, and that's where the movers and shakers and influential people issues come in. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of opinions one way or another. But I do, I do think that I'm going to start doing a reader's choice feature Mm -hmm. in each story where I put like a poll up online and say, I start very broad and like, what business or person do you think should be featured? Yeah. And then narrow it down based on votes. Yeah. Like on social media or whatever. I think people would really enjoy that. So I think I'm going to do that starting spring Well, and again, that not only just, just the way you've done everything is so strategic and the, the PR part of things is is what has caused it to be so successful as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you have had some controversy, but you also have such a, a website presence and a social media presence that a lot of other businesses don't invest into those other aspects I think of things. Sometimes people don't. And I learned this when I was a publicist, like my artists would do interviews, spend all day doing interviews with all these blogs or whatever. And then it would never even appear online or anywhere or they would just throw it up and not promote it what's the point yeah I think that's what people are missing like if you do an interview it needs to blow up as much as possible otherwise Mm -hmm. what is the point yeah so I've tried to just really maximize every single thing that's in the magazine from social media to online to everything so and I think it helps just build the brand overall well and with people who want to say gosh you know we she she already put the picture up of the person and then she the magazine comes out and then she puts the article up and it's like and then I post another picture but it's working (laughs) so you may sit there in your you know at your keyboard and think what is they're sick of seeing it yeah, yeah but it's working yeah, and, and so, maybe they missed the first one, right. so I'll just remind them. Right. I think that's the thing sometimes is like there's a reason for good business owners to do the things that they're doing. And so And you have to make the magazine like you said last mm-hmm. over okay. that 3 yeah. month gap. Mm-hmm. And the only way to keep people interested is to spread it out over a long period of time. So you do the teases and then after it's out, you have to keep pushing it, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's a full-time job. Yeah. For sure. It is. Thank you so much for coming in today. Any other uh, comments about haters going to hate? Yeah. Um, Anything else you want to say? Just for advice on people dealing with the haters, just tune them out. Yeah. I think that's what I have to say. What about you? I'm, I think I've gotten a lot better about blocking. Yes. Blocking um, is so fun. Yeah. I mean, block, I, don't, I think that I fly <laughs> under the radar quite a bit in just most of what I do. Um, so I, I try not to be too contra even like posts I make or anything like that. Anytime, um, I do, I, I do remember one time I, I um, posted a picture of a groundbreaking um, <laughs> event and it was a bunch of white men in suits that were at this groundbreaking event. And I just shared it and said, hey, you know, it's just interesting that this is what the city wants to put out as like the representation of, of this community. And I mean, I got people saying, you're racist and you're, no. and I was like, I'm just saying that like, that part of it, it can be, I think, the hardest. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm right, not. Right, right. You know? I mean, my family was like, that is 
kind of funny. And I mean, I wasn't really, I didn't take it too bad to heart, but it's just so weird when people want to say, I'm just like saying, Hey, maybe we take a second and look at this picture and think, is this really representative of what we want to show the community of Cookville or the people involved in this project? And, um, you know, it's hard to have opinions. Yeah. People go so far into, you know, everything. And I think that's where, you know, during election cycles or during, um, COVID stuff, I just started blocking people a lot or I start unfollowing them. I think that was one thing on social media that I've found is that when I feel like there's content that isn't serving me well, mm-hmm. I unfollow because yeah. like I have family members that maybe I don't want to see their content much. Yeah. And I, I think it would be hurtful if I blocked them, but I don't want to see their content. And so what I can control is that I can unfollow that. Right. And I don't have to see that that content. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it doesn't hurt their feelings and they'll say, Hey, did you see this on social media? No, no, I didn't. I missed it. Um, but it just, it's kind of the best way to still take care of myself. And I think at the end of the day, when you are feeling like you're, you know, I think these pe- people come from jealousy and not in a, like, listen, you can go back and listen to the episode that I talked about. Andrea Kruska and I talked about jealousy. It's not always this negative thing. It's a feeling that we all have at times. Yeah, for sure. And so just identifying, okay, I'm feeling jealous or I'm feeling left out from this. Okay. But because you feel some, some type of way does not mean that the best course of action is to go out and spew hate at others. Right. And so I think at the end of the day, taking our ownership about, you know, I'm kind of looking at it from the, the perspective of the people who are wanting to spew hate. Maybe we take a look at ourselves and say, okay, well, is this really the best course of action? Right. Or do I feel so strongly and passionately about this that I do want to email Chelsea and say, let me, you know. And I can email you and, and let you know some things, and I'm sure you would receive that in the constructive way. In a constructive way, but I've not, already featured somebody in the magazine. There's not a lot I can do about right. that. Right, but but the thing is, but is yes. just com- making you know random little comments about you know I'm, I'm going to burn these magazines down. What what's that really do? I'm like, please don't. I'm not making any money. Please don't burn these precious magazines. I've poured my heart into. They cost uh, so much money to print. Yes, but anyway, there's one more thing. So. I will say, lastly, I do have the option to deny any advertisers that I don't feel um, are the best representation of my morals and ethics, personally. Mm -hmm. And so I have had a a little bit of that, where I've had to deny advertisers. I don't want my kids looking at it and seeing something that I don't want them to see, Yeah, you know? personally yeah. so and that's again at the end of the day it's a business yeah and, and it's so uh, my business it's yeah. a sole proprietorship so if I don't agree with your business then I don't you don't get to advertise in my magazine and that's that right I mean that's how I'm looking at it and it it was a little difficult but I had to make that decision and and same as you know you don't have to if I'm a boutique in town I don't have to carry all the sizes of clothes I don't have to you know carry mm-hmm. men's clothes I don't I get the choices to choose how I'm going to run my business yeah and so I think at the end of the day that's what people just need to realize is that this is a business for you and that you get to choose how to run your business yeah for sure and we can support that Thank you. You're the best. Thanks for being here, Chelsea. If you didn't go back and listen to last week's episode, you should go back and listen and and learn more about the details of Chelsea's life. And you're just a very interesting person. And I'm glad that you're here in Cookville and you're glad to be kind of part of it. I'm glad to be your friend. Aw, thanks, Chelsea. (laughs) If you want to know more about Powered by Herd, head over to poweredbyherd.com. Join the community, support the cause, and we'll see you next week.